0: Hello and welcome to episode 76 of Yeah, It's That Bad. My name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm Kevin. This is the show that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are on around Tomatoes and to reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? The next movie is 2005's Doom, directed by Andre Bartakwiak. That's the best... <laughs> I can do. <laughs> starring Carl Urban, Dwayne The Rock, Johnson, Rosamund Pike, and Raz Adoti. Doom is a 2005 science fiction horror film loosely based on the Doom series of video games created by id Software. This film currently holds a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about a plot synopsis?
1: Based on the popular home computer game that put thousands of teen gamers under its spell in the 1990s, <laughs> this futuristic thriller starring The Rock follows a special ops squad signed to investigate a distress signal being sent from a distant planet. But when they arrived, the team discovers that mutant aliens have already wiped out most of the population and there's no one left to save except themselves.
0: Okay, Doom, what is your history with the video
1: game? Everybody had Doom. Come on, you kidding
2: me? Yeah, I played the first Doom on the PC. Had to boot it up like in DOS mode, to play doom.exe. That's it though. That was I stopped after that. You I didn't even know there were Dooms after that. Did you, you play Shores of Hell?
1: No. <gasps> Come on, man.
2: What was that like what was it? The <laughs> original <laughs> the,
1: the original Doom had three installments and... Yeah, shareware. Yeah, and then... I have no idea. And then there was Doom 2. It was like uh,
0: Knee Deep in the Dead, it was Knee Deep Shores, in the Dead of Shores of Hell, Shores of hell. It's something else. Who the hell knows? Whatever. Inferno or something? Know. Yeah, it Hurt Me Plenty, whatever the, f- the hell it was. Anyway, uh, what, what's your history?
1: I uh, loved the original Doom and I really liked the second Doom and then I just never got into the third Doom. By the time it came out on PlayStation 2, I saw my friend playing it and it looked just like very slow going and really dark. Like, I don't mean dark-like. Like a really scary game. I mean, like it was literally like you couldn't see what was happening on the screen. That sounds That's, familiar. How apropos!
2: But Doom was the one at the, like, the, the end of the game. Was you, you got sent to hell or something, right? And you, you just died. You got murdered were so many villains. Or you
0: something. fought your. You're close. He's actually kind of close. You fight your way out of hell. You kill John Romero's head at the end of Doom Two. You do. But anyway, yeah. I had Doom for the PC. Played Doom Two. I also had Doom on the PlayStation, which is great because they had like extra bonus content. I had the hell is that TNT Doom Ultimate. Doom, whatever the hell that was called. I even played Doom on the Nintendo 64. People swear that that's a good game. I highly disagree with them. I played
1: it on 64. The way to control that game with the 64 using the C buttons was abysmal. It was so hard to strafe like that.
0: Yeah, I've played Heretic. i played Hexen. Yeah, so I know Doom and I know the difference between a cacodemon and a cyberdemon. Do you, Kevin? Really? Look at
2: this guy.
1: Real? Are you
0: sympathetic? Sp- <laughs> my- Just shaking my head at you.
2: I may have known that <laughs> 10 minutes ago. But it has been sweated out of my body.
0: Oh, yeah. Update from Yes, yeah, that bed world headquarters. The boys in maintenance sent me a message today. <laughs> <laughs> the air conditioner's out. So, we, and the funny thing is, we have a thermostat sitting right in front of our very eyes telling us the temperature of the room. Mm-hmm. Kevin, why don't you enlighten our listeners? How hot is it in here?
2: The temperature is currently 90 degrees Fahrenheit. It's
0: steamy, 90 degrees and rising.
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Despite the fact that it's like midnight, it is midnight, it right? It is now. getting hotter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm actually not that hot right now.
2: That's because you're shirtless.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're having a Shirts versus Skins <laughs> podcast tonight. Yeah, but there's only one person on Team Skins right now.
0: Yeah, you're on Team Jacob. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> the night's still young, Kevin.
0: So did either of you two Joker see this movie? Or have yeah, been interest in I, seeing it?
1: I saw it. Not in theaters. I saw it, I guess, when it was on TV.
0: I haven't seen three seconds of this movie. But you love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Of
2: course I do. <laughs> I'm a big Rock supporter. But I never had any interest in this. This, this looked like a disaster. From day one, From right? day one, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, well let's do what we always do at the top of the show we'll discuss the actors one by one and we'll see how you thought they did first up Dwayne the rock Johnson Kevin how did he do outside the square circle <laughs> <laughs>
2: This did not showcase The Rock's talents, I didn't think. First off, he was covered up in big his big
1: military uniform the whole time. You couldn't see his bulging biceps through that. We only got one shirtless scene that showed the Semper Fi tattoo. Yep. I said, hoo <laughs> 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 But, oh man, his traps, his lats, looking good. He,
2: he was given nothing to work with here. It was just barking orders here and there. You That's know what?
0: It. He chose this role. In the behind-the-scenes stuff, you're going to get some interesting insight into that. Okay. But usually this guy has a charisma like no other. Exactly. Right?
1: No, no, he's great. I'm a huge rock supporter as well. I think that he has the ability to act really well. In comedic roles, I think he really shines more so than in action-related roles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I mean,
0: this guy's an entertainer through and through. First and foremost, right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, we saw him recently, right? Uh, right before WrestleMania. You saw that little clip on YouTube.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> it almost made me drop 60 bucks for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, when that guy's on. He's on. And no one can touch him. Right? Absolutely. But in this movie, he was a pretty flaccid turd, I thought. <laughs> yep. Was, but that's not his fault. Not his fault. He was handcuffed to the material, yeah. I think. The temperature is currently 91 degrees. Thank you. Next up, Rosamund Pike. Who, what? <laughs> that was the, the girl. Oh, uh, she
1: really didn't have much of a speaking. I don't remember anything she said. She was just disagreeing with everything that everybody else said. It was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I
2: actually so thought was- she was. I th- actually thought she was decent. She didn't say
1: anything. I
2: thought she talked a lot.
1: Mustn't have been of
0: <laughs> substance. It was in one ear, not the other. I don't know. I don't know. She had no impact on me. You know how certain particles it just can't pass through lead? That's what it was like. Her performance just bounced off my eyes, and her performance couldn't pass through your nano wall. Whoa, Whoa. Kevin, you're getting deep. Next up, Carl Urban, the new Judge Dread. He was the hero of the picture. Thoughts?
1: I remember when I found out that he was going to be the new Judge Dredd, and
0: I thought this guy was a country singer.
1: Yeah, that's Keith, that's Keith. That's Keith, Keith Urban.
0: Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. There you go. Are you kidding uh, me? Whoa, that was a gunshot. No, it... <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> Add some flavor to the podcast. <laughs>
1: yes, bad world headquarters is under fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <We're> under siege. <laughs> <laughs> All the twihards are, are attacking. <laughs> Yeah,
1: so Carl Urban. I don't know if I could see him playing Judge Dredd. He looks more like Rico to me. Too similar to that character, I think, in appearance. In the original Judge Dredd.
0: This guy sucked. Yeah, I thought so. He stunk up the room. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's talk more about his future as Judge Dredd. Okay, <laughs> then that's pretty much it. I mean, there's nobody else here worth talking about, right? It is currently 92 degrees. Thank you. <laughs> Nera a minute passed yeah. it going up a degree. <laughs> let's see if we can make it to hundred because it was hundred this afternoon. There's oh, over we're gonna 100. break hundred
2: easy, man. <laughs>
0: Okay, we are suffering for you, our, our humble listeners. This is not even
2: to mention the humidity, which is at 110.
0: You know, the- it's
2: actually it's actually raining inside the apartment. <laughs>
0: you know, I usually love the fart cloud that we recorded. <laughs> It usually tickles my throat, and it's so thick and viscous in here. Yeah, it's turned against us. (laughs) It's actually, it's, it's, I feel my
1: skin melting off. If there was an elderly individual in here or a young child that had a breathing condition, they would be at a health risk right now. I'm dead serious.
2: (laughs) The air quality is poor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, this fart cloud is killing me. What
0: gives life can also take it away. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the brief history of Doom. After option deals with Universal Pictures and Columbia Pictures expired, id Software signed a deal with Warner Brothers with the stipulation that the movie will be greenlit within 12 months. Warner Brothers lost the rights, which were subsequently given back to Universal Pictures, who started production in 2004. The film's producer, John Wells, admitted in an interview that many video game movie adaptations had sucked. He revealed that the crew was able to get a lot of financial support from Universal and that it wasn't done on the cheap. Wells also revealed that the Doom movie would have a sequence shot in a first-person perspective because Doom, without that, would have been a miscarriage of justice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a miscarriage of justice? <laughs> that doesn't make that makes is. no sense at all. Is there is there like a group of people that were like waiting for like the video game time to tribunal?
0: Do I <laughs> finally our time is here? <laughs> By the way, I feel like every video game movie we've watched, someone who made it said, most video game movies suck, but not mine. (laughs) Uh, Really wrong about that. Wells has stated that the crew insisted that the Doom movie be made into a rated R movie and that he didn't think it was possible to do a PG-13 version. And that's been the mistake made by a couple of other computer game movies and that a lot of studios didn't want to do it. But we made a conscious decision that we prefer not to make it any other way. Dwayne Johnson was offered the lead lead role of John Grimm, but chose to play the role of Sarge because he thought it was more interesting. Vin Diesel was offered the lead role, but turned it down. Rosamund Pike turned down the role of Rita Skeeter in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire to work on both this movie and Pride and Prejudice.
2: Epic fail.
0: (laughs) Downgrade. (laughs) Huge downgrade. What a mistake.
2: The the Potter series was established at that point. Yeah, that was Potter
0: 4.
1: Downgrade.
2: Wow, that's a really bad... Fire agent. Really bad career track.
0: Wells also revealed that if this first Doom film is successful, a second one could be made, and that we certainly have some ideas for the next one, if there's going to be one. We'll have to wait and see. The audience will have to tell us. One of the most noteworthy aspects of the film is a short sequence near the end of the film where the camera follows the progress of Grimm from a first-person perspective in homage to the original game. In the words of Carl Urban, the actor who plays Reaper, in some ways, it makes cinematic history in that, for the first time, the audience becomes the hero of the film. We go into FPS. The audience is doing the rampage. The audience is doing the work, and that is so cool. It's insane! <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so that's it. That's pretty much it. Doom. Which, by the way, this movie is based on Doom Three, which neither of us have played. None of us have played, so we have zero attachments to what they're doing or yep. what the monsters look like, because uh-huh. these aren't the monsters that I'm used to. Quite frankly, no. I'm I'm used to fighting
1: cyber demons and pinkies. Yeah, these weird things, whatever they're supposed to be in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. But I digress, because Doom begins in one of the yes, at bad staples with a pointless opening narration scene telling us the little backstory of the movie. The one Thing that I thought was interesting is that this narration stuff starts up before the opening logo for Universal Studios. Uh-huh. That's rare; you don't really see that that often, no. if but, ever. Right? It's but always they, the studio first.
1: They had—I don't think they had to—but it made more sense for them to do it that way because the opening narration explains that they found a portal from Earth to Mars, and then the Universal logo.
0: And I thought that this was really cool. The Universal logo is usually the planet Earth. This time, Mars, home of John Carter, <laughs> home, of the, <laughs> home of the Ghosts of Mars. Red Planet, Mission, mission to, to Mars. Mars. God, can we get a good Mars movie for once? Okay, so after the opening logo scene, the movie cuts to what looks like a space station, I guess, and people are running around. They're getting slaughtered. The doctor's name is Dr. Carmack. Did you guys get that joke? Because I did. Over your head, Kevin? Yeah. John Carmack is one of the co-creators of Doom. Real famous video game guy. Yeah, so immediately we, we get our first action shots. And right off the bat, the filmmakers wanted to let us know that we were going to watch the darkest, muddiest-looking movie ever made. So you might also get ready now.
1: This scene also let me know that the cinematographer that was filming this movie had no skill whatsoever. It was so confusing <laughs> The shots were so jumpy that you couldn't follow what was
0: happening on screen. You had no idea. Watching Doom was like watching Resident Evil all over again. Absolutely. It was extremely dull, extremely boring. Just a bunch of shots of, of a bunch of guys in SWAT gear going from room to room. And you're just confused as to where are they going? What are they doing? It's so dark. I can't see what the hell's going on. You just summed up
1: 99% of the movie. We actually don't even have to talk
0: about it because Joel said
1: in one sentence the, whole the entire the entire movie. plot in the
0: movie. There was a scene in this movie when they were in a cave
1: and, and then all, do, all, <laughs> all of a sudden they're in a hotel lobby. How <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> It was like they were at the bottom of the of, of the Hilton Hawaii. And then all of a sudden they're in a cave. And
0: then they're in a sewer. So, Kevin, what did you think about the way this movie looked? The aesthetics.
1: When we
2: started watching this, we had a light on so that we could see what we were writing for our notes. That had to go off. Because with the light on, you couldn't see a thing what was happening because everything's so dark on the screen. Correct. We turned that light off, it helped a little bit. But you're but Martin's right. I mean, the way this is shot is so disorienting. And it's not in that choppy, like, I don't want to show you all kind of way. It's just in the I have no idea what I'm doing kind of way.
1: (laughs) I felt like I was playing Nightmare Creatures all over again. I was teleported back to middle school or high school, and we had to turn off all the lights in the house, pull the curtains down, put blankets over our windows.
0: Out of reference. And <laughs> <I think> that's <laughs> the second Nightmare Creatures reference. <laughs> and yes, yeah, that bad world headquarters. <laughs> Alright, so after all the scientists are murdered, we are introduced to the ragtag team. How many movies have we watched so far that have that has had like a ragtag team of guys that have to do something? Resident Evil, Armageddon, the perfect story. Storm. Would you put A-Team in Lost that? Lost World. A-Team, Lost World. It's just endless, right? Just a ragtag crew. Yeah. I'd
1: say I'd say at least 50% of the movies we watch has a ragtag, <laughs> you know, emergency response team. Yeah, this crew reminded me a
2: lot of the Armageddon crew. There was the wild guy like the Hawaiian shirt on. There's the guy who's playing games in the corner. There's the serious super, guy. Super buff, serious guy. The religious guy. The pedophile. The creepy pedophile. There man. was
0: that. They did have one of those. Yeah. There, there was the guy
2: playing the game in the corner which was a game that we would have played in 1985 It was that, like Atari yeah it was like a handheld, a hand-held Atari. Atari I don't know what the, in, in 200,000 years from now
1: whenever this was <laughs> we don't have better video games than we have today after they introduced the characters the rock comes downstairs and says sorry guys we, we can't go on shore leave we gotta go back up we've been summoned by the space, space president space president <laughs> who knows
0: yeah it was confusing who they were answering to or it was really weird not that mattered but who can no it really it doesn't. So
1: the rock says, okay, we're going to go in this portal.
0: Yeah, they go to this underground facility where in the year 2025 or whatever, archaeologists discovered a portal to Mars. 2026. Thank you. Very similar to Stargate, except the people who built this portal stole their designs from Richard Kelly <laughs> from uh, the box yeah. because they had a liquid goo portal. I think they
1: saw from Capri Sun. Yeah, it was liquid cool. It was liquid cool. Liquid
0: metal ball fl- blowing in the air.
1: So they jump into the Capri Sun portal and they get teleported to a satellite base on Mars, which might as well have been on Earth because you, you're never really outside. So you have no idea it's on Mars. It could have been anywhere. It really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're inside the whole time. And when you're on Earth, it looks almost identical to when you're on Mars. It's really just, I guess they didn't want to build another set or they didn't <laughs> want to make it look different. I have, I have no idea what the deal was. It was almost pointless. It was just a stupid part of the story that was unnecessary. They show up at this, at the Mars base and and they just start investigating it what's going like, on know, with these
0: murders. It did it these- feel like Mars and did it feel like the future? No.
2: No, absolutely not. Because it was far in the future, right? They would sprinkle futuristic things
1: here and there. But for the most part, this looked like it was present day. Yeah, nanowall. That was about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, because in this movie, the human genome hadn't been completely sequenced yet. Here we are, 2012.
0: That's that happened a while ago. That's a really good point. Alright, so when they get to Mars, they meet this guy who was in lock stock in his two smoking barrels. He was one of the, uh, the boys wrapped up in the adventure there. He reminded me of the villain from Wild Wild West because he comes in in this wacky wheelchair thing. He's missing both his legs. Yeah. Apparently, when they were first trying to figure out this teleporter in the olden days, there was a bit of a mishap and his two little legs got teleported to different sides of the galaxy. Kevin, what did you think of the effect when they showed this little flashback of his legs?
2: The effect looked terrible. His legs looked very
1: cartoonish.
2: I'm also gonna ask the question of where is that other portal?
1: It looks like the exact same room that they were in, which is why the flashback didn't work. I thought his legs just showed up with the rock. <laughs> 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 you know, like, the entire time, his legs had been sitting in limbo for, like, 20 years and they just showed up again. They're like, oh, here they are. Okay, so in this movie, it's based on the premise that there's a species on Mars that I guess is insinuated it's our predecessor. It's supposedly, I guess it's supposed to be us.
0: Very Prometheus yeah. of them. And,
2: or is Prometheus very doom of yeah,
0: them? Yeah, no, Prometheus stole this from <laughs> Doom. Absolutely. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this group of, uh, this population is extinct on Mars and we're their descendants. But on Mars, they left and came to Earth because their scientists discovered some type of liquid that activated their 24th chromosome, I guess. Is that it? It activated, like, an extra chromosome or gave them an extra chromosome? And for, I guess, the majority of the population, it made them into monsters. And for a small, select amount, it, like, gave them super healing and strength. And that's it's what they were doing on this base in Mars. They were trying to perfect this type of drug. This, I guess, this serum that made you like a superhuman. And things didn't go very well. So these
2: humanoids that were from Mars, they were born, like, like this is how they were, right? They had the 24 chromosomes?
1: No, they were born without them. Oh,
2: so, they, so it was like humans on Mars. They figured out how to do this 24th chromosome. Yeah, yes.
1: And then when they did it, apparently, whatever happened, what's happening in the lab happened to their population. That's why they left and came to Earth. Like, the humans and the ancient beings on Mars are the same. Species.
0: It's just like a lose lose story proposition for me because in the video game, at least in Doom 1 and 2, it's like they open the portal to hell, literally open the portal to hell. Now that's a plot line that I thought was cool then. Now I don't think that's so quite as I don't think that's quite as cool. It's kind of stupid, but this plot is stupid too. Yeah. I'm happier just knowing that they're aliens. Fine. Just let them be aliens. What is it? this has to be this convoluted thing?
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't matter anyway because none of that
1: oh, really oh, oh, oh. current temperature is 93 degrees.
0: Woo! Yes! Ooh, yeah! It doesn't matter
1: anyway though because none of what I'm explaining really affects the plot of this movie in any way, shape or form. You might as well have not have had a story at all. That's what it
0: felt like. <laughs> there wasn't <in> a plot.
1: <laughs> there was nothing going on. They just needed a vector for these things to turn into monsters. That was it, right? That's, that, yeah. that's all they needed. Everything else was tertiary. It was unnecessary. It was uh, like a, like an afterthought.
2: It seemed just like an excuse to get people to turn into zombies.
1: Yeah, zombies are hot these days, the, right?
2: Th- that, that whole, the whole story Storyline, it's just an excuse
1: to get people. I went up to, to, to a kid, to to a kid at the mall. He said zombies were cool. Yeah, all the kids are saying it. I think that's right. I hang out at the mall.
0: <laughs> are we done with zombies yet, as, as a society? No. How, how much no. longer no. is this no. crap
1: going to keep going? No, Walking Dead's going to have like seven more seasons. Vampires started before
2: zombies, right? Yeah. Well, vampires is still going strong, so we got to lose that before we lose zombies.
1: God. Zombies. Zo- the end of the zombie craze is not going to be signaled until there's a Teen Choice Award Best Zombie. Yeah,
0: Choice Zombie. Choice Zombie.
1: MTV's trying. Trying to start the werewolf thing, but
0: it's just not getting off the ground. Good point, good point. I mean, there was a time period where us as a society was completely infatuated with ninjas. Oh yeah. And pirates too. Pirates versus ninjas. That was the thing. We're done with that, right? We've moved we've all moved on. We've moved on to zombies now. Yeah. I can't wait for this phase to be over. I hate zombies. It's oversaturated. I can't stand them. I say we bring back the ninja. I would much rather watch <laughs> A ninja movie than a zombie movie. And if, not enough. All these people who are like zombie fans and they even shut their damn mouths about the zombie apocalypse, blah blah blah. Look what you've done. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're flooded with so much zombie crap. Joel is wagging his
1: finger in the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so apparently what, all these scientists that are being turned into zombie monsters, if if they bite another human with this weird tongue type of appendage,
0: yeah, it shoots out of their
1: mouth. It mouths. shoots out of their mouth. I, I don't understand the purpose of this. But it really doesn't matter because they never explain it. It turns, I guess, their host or it turns whoever they bite into one of them by injecting them, I guess, with like an extra chromosome. I don't know how the hell it works. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb. And uh, Dr. Carmack gets infected and he starts mutating. Starts mutating. He rips off his ear. Yeah, he pulls a Vincent Van Gogh. He rips his ear off. And then they they remove blood from him and it looks like somebody like spit chewing tobacco into his blood. <laughs> They're taking it out. That's true. It's really accurate. And then they show him and literally. A minute ago, the last scene that they cut away from, he looked normal. Then they cut back to him, and he looks like he's the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, man, I haven't seen the Crypt Keeper in a long time. <laughs> you miss him, don't you? I do. <laughs> we should watch Bordello Blood for this. Huh. Anyway, Dr. Carmack's going down, I think.
2: Oh, current temperature is 94 <laughs> degrees. And How? with that,
1: I'm joining
2: Team Skins. I Woo! can't. No, oh, please. Team. Shirt's coming off. I team, can't do it. I'm the last holdout.
0: <laughs> yeah, Team Team Jacob. Yes, that bad world health quarters. The beef king levels are through the room
2: here.
1: <laughs> That's two old beef patties, Joel. You want to make it three?
2: This t-shirt feels like I just like soaked up <laughs> spilled gallons of water. This is disgusting. <laughs> now I'm dreading putting this back
0: on. Ring it out.
1: <laughs> People are going to be so annoyed. They're going to be like,
0: guys, shut up. Stop talking about the heat.
1: Okay, so after the scene with Dr. Carmack, we go through a series where they're running between room to room and it's totally incoherent and it doesn't matter because nothing happens. And
0: so we were in the hive again from Resident Yeah, Evil. yeah,
1: it, it's irrelevant. But there is something that I found interesting during these whole scenes. And that's not that you can't see what's happening, that it's too dark. Because you can't. Because you can But that's not what's weird. What's weird is that I looked away for literally two seconds and I said something to Kevin. I don't remember what it was. And I turned back and they're in a sewer. <laughs> How did they get in the sewer? Why is there a space sewer? Yeah. No, really. It, it looked like they were in, like, hey, sewer circa, like, n- like New York City or London in, like, the 1800s. How did that happen? poop
0: who's gotta go somewhere. A du- space poop. Doo-doo's gotta go back to Mars. Back <laughs> <Get laughs> to, to the get Mars your Underground. Ass to Mars. Get yeah. your ass to Mars. Take, take a poop.
2: I got the impression this was a research facility. Yes. A research facility wouldn't need a giant sewer. It looked like it was the sewer to a
1: large city. <laughs> this would like the sewer for Scion. It really. <laughs> It It really did. It, it looked like if you made a right, you were going to go into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lair. That's how big the sewer was. Oh man, that would have been a huge improvement. <laughs> it turned into a Turtles movie.
0: All right, so the aliens are there and they're biting people and they're running amok. And when all the soldiers get back to the main lab where the doctor is, one of the soldiers is like, oh my God, have you ever seen creatures like this before? Maybe on the surface or something? And the doctor, she looks at him like he's a, a complete moron and goes, huh, what are you talking about? Aliens? as if there's no such things as aliens. Yet, directly behind her in a glass enclosure are the bones of an alien. Alien skeleton is sitting right there.
1: I know, it was the entire, the whole purpose of this movie? uh, The whole purpose of this facility is to research these alien remains.
0: You're an idiot. Aliens aren't real.
1: I gotta go back and study my alien remains. (laughs) (laughs) I get the impression that this was
2: another movie. Yeah. This was a script for some sci-fi space movie and then they just threw We got the doom Doom on the cover and they tweaked a little bit. That's
0: what Happened to iRobot? Yeah, mean, it's possible. All right, so it's around this point in the movie where Dwayne the Rock Johnson gets the BFG, and for those who don't know, in the Doom video game, that is the most powerful weapon in the game, which I feel is completely wasted in this movie. It not really, even used. It really is. It's, gets sh- sh- with it. it's really a yeah. shame. It gets fired like twice. Each time, just fired into like an empty wall
1: or something. And the way they made it look, it looked like if it hit something living, it would be
0: awesome. Speaking of which, so they fought to have this be an R rated movie. Movie. What was the point of that? Just so The Rock can say the F word a couple times? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I the violence didn't seem that extreme to me. I didn't you couldn't it see it. It was too dark. A guy got his head ripped off. A lady got her hand ripped barely, off. Barely.
1: Barely. The guy getting his head ripped off, it was so dark you couldn't see it. And it literally lasted for less than a second.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was the violence. There was...
1: There was boobs.
2: Yeah, there was two naked women, right? At least one. The other one was questionable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like maybe an elbow. Yeah. Could have been a boob. I don't know. I and have my I have my eyes for that stuff. And but The
0: Rock was cursing. Speaking of that naked girl, so they find this naked woman in the locker room. And hey Kevin, what's she doing? I have no idea.
1: What was she doing? I thought she was eating herself. Something. Yeah. Her arm that got ripped off in some way.
0: I don't
2: know what she was doing. She's just standing there. She's just
0: standing there, but in blood, she wrote a little message for The Rock. Suffer. Oh, yeah.
2: So she's in, like, a locker room, and I guess she's the one that, her hand's missing, and she wrote in blood on the lockers, suffer. Why? What was this? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that, that, that implies something different from what we're faced in this movie, right? Yeah. Th- Zombie the
0: monsters? Amityville horror stuff. Yeah. For them to write Suffer on the Wall? Yeah, that's that's demonic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it implies that there's some type of... Cog- Possession. Some type of cognizance that's making decisions, but that's not what's going on in this movie. No, they're no. being
0: infected by an alien plague, essentially.
1: Right. And I think we can agree that they're losing whatever semblance of a consciousness that they had. It's gone once they get infected. Yeah. So that didn't make <laughs> much sense at all. They don't know
0: what they You don't know what they want to do. I guess they
1: just wanted to throw that in. I don't know. It's a horror problem. Okay, so after that, we're then faced with another long series of fight scenes and room checks and go back in the room. (laughs) Leave the room. Get back in the lab. Go back to the rooms again. (gasps) Where are you? Come into this room. No. (laughs) Go to that room. Oh, uh, (laughs) I'm over in this room now, fighting here. (laughs) Where are you? The gun went off. I'm in this room. (laughs) Run (laughs) away.
0: That was the entire movie. And I swear to God. It felt like this movie was only like that. Space station was three rooms only. Yeah, it, it felt was like they were just going back from three different rooms. It was here, here. I'm gonna list the room, okay? Uh, it lobby. Was, it was the it was the lobby, main the, research, the room, main
1: research room, and the sewer toilet, the, the sewer <laughs> toilet room. And there was one other room. It was <sighs> well, there's the weapons room. There's the weapons room, and then and the there's pit, the, the pit, pit
2: the pit, prison, the pit fighter
1: room.
0: Pit. Oh, yeah. don't forget
2: the
1: window room
2: where you can look out. No, that, that
0: was like a doors. hallway.
2: Yeah, that's just one of the hallways. That, that connects the three rooms. They were connected by 14 miles of tunnels.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, why? What was that about? <laughs> Each like... room is on a different
1: side of Mars. To... <laughs> who Who built this facility? Giant ants? <laughs> it's like tunnels. To... It's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, come into this room. <laughs> <laughs> what was
0: that? Who's firing their guns? <laughs> I'm in this room. Hurry up. We're on our way. There's a scene coming up in this movie where they have a holding cell. It's like this giant pit in the ground and the walls are electrified. One of the guys gets into a fist fight with an Alien. This wasn't really a fist
1: fight so much as it was a Looney Tunes-esque <laughs> defiance of physics. It was unbelievable. I yeah, the aliens uh, would constantly pick people up and swing them around, and it would just look dumb. The way that this man was bashed into these metal pipes, his body should have turned into like a pulpy stub. But he was able to perform 20-foot flips, punch this <laughs> this, I guess, alien repeatedly. The camera was cutting wildly during this. I had scene, no right? idea what was going on. I just knew that he was in a I, pit. I couldn't find.
2: <laughs> and he was being
1: electrocuted.
2: It Everyone was being electrocuted nonstop. <laughs> it didn't phase him one bit.
1: Then he, like, threw a computer at the electric wall. He, and the he was, like, swinging it around like it was a mace. No, 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 no. He spun it on that little <laughs> table, and the computer was getting electrocuted, which makes no sense, because comp- why would a piece of plastic conduct so much electricity like that, unless the current in this wall was so strong? Well, when they showed the electricity, like, we could see it. Arcing yeah. out? Yeah. You <laughs> Who? Who built, who, who built this prison pit? Nikolai Tesla? Uh, yeah. It's like there's like lightning bolts shooting off. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it seriously looked like it would liquefy you if it touched you, right? It looked like if an arc of that electricity hit you and it was meant to stop you, it would blow a hole in your chest. It was unbelievable. It's at this point that The Rock and Reaper make their way back to the main research lab where Reaper's sister is dissecting one of the aliens. And The Rock is starting to lose it at this point. And he's like, what's going on here? Blah.
0: He turns into a Looney Tunes cat. Character. At this point. Yeah, he does. He turns into a cartoon character. He
1: turns into Taz, Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> he flips out, and it, it turns out that she's getting information for the company that they were sent there for. And when they finally decide to watch what was going on, it turns out that they are experimenting on what looks like prisoners, human guinea pigs. Yeah, Whatever. so they're turning them into these monsters, I guess. And she's yeah, like, it's, it's Monsters Inc.
0: on Mars. Yeah,
1: and she's she's like, <laughs> I didn't know. How's this happening? Blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just like, what <laughs> do you said- <laughs>
1: So The Rock is pretty pissed. Four of his guys are already dead. All the scientists are dead. He wants to essentially kill everybody at this point.
0: And, uh, yeah, this is cool. He this does. is when he becomes a bloodthirsty lunatic. Like, he's just killing people for the sake of killing them.
2: I mean, he basically decides anyone could be infected, so kill everybody. Kill
0: them all. With God's sort him out. Women. Exact quote. Children. Yeah, he kills a kid. He kills a lady. He's killing everybody. He starts killing his own teammates. Which, by the way, this reminds me. Not only did I play all the Doom games, but I also read the novelizations. Believe it. That's not a joke.
1: Joel, I, I read the Doom I, books. Joel, you're such Back a die high school hard school. fanboy. And some things are th- better left unsaid.
0: Those books were so damn
1: bad, <laughs> but they were better than this movie, quite <laughs> frankly. Have, have you ever have you read the Doom comic? Because that is hilarious. I
0: have. Rip and tear, rip uh, and tear. Rip,
1: rip and tear. Rip <laughs> and tear. <laughs> yes, I have read that. Uh, I've read that too, but that's great.
2: So the scientist, she's doing some experiments while all this is going on. While people are dying and turning into monsters all around her, she's doing science experiments. She's moving, she's grooving in the lab. Her teeth are like chiclets
1: She's flying through the air with the greatest. She's eating your
2: potatoes. <laughs> For some reason, she's taking b- brain liquid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't it brain liquid? Yeah, she's like this is brain tissue from a uh, one guy. I'm so, so look, <laughs> look at his tongue. Its tongue's going wild. So, <laughs> this is brain liquid from a from, from a nice man. Look, the tongue doesn't even care. <laughs>
0: can you explain
2: this what happened here so So, the tongue of an
1: alien's on a table
2: it's no longer attached to an alien body it's just on the table she takes the brain liquid from a supposedly evil person and puts it over the tongue and the tongue goes crazy then she takes a sample from someone that she says is a good person and nothing happens it doesn't move I don't know who she was to determine who was good and who is bad. God. And why would this even be something she would think of? Why would you think that these things are picking between
1: good and bad people? Kevin, didn't you know that at this point right now, as we're talking about this on the podcast, 10% of the human genome hasn't been mapped. Yeah. And a lot of scientists say that that 10% could be the human soul.
0: All scientists agree.
1: <laughs> 100% of scientists agree, 100%, that the 10% that we can't map and haven't mapped yet is the human soul.
2: So this seems to indicate that we... We're bored,
1: good or evil. Yeah, yeah. And that we
0: can't choose our own fate. Calvinist. They're all all Calvinists. (laughs) They had it right all along. (laughs) All right, so the the zombies and aliens are running amok. They're slaughtering everybody. Yes, I realized that there were zombies in the original Doom game, but who cares? I'm tired of zombies. I'm sick of seeing them. And they pretty much slaughtered everybody. They weren't
1: the main villains in the first Doom. But they
0: were there. They were there. But yeah, this movie is all zombies, right? It's not monsters. I thought that was kind of surprising because when you think of Doom, you think of a space marine running around. Killing demons. Yeah, monsters. Yeah. But there are only like three or four monsters in this movie, right? Pretty much. There's like four. Three or four. Yeah. So after all this stuff happens, most of the crew gets slaughtered in stupid ways. Even The Rock himself gets dragged to hell by a bunch of zombies. All that's left is Carl Urban and his sister. Carl Urban gets like shot. He shoots himself He shoots by himself by an accidental ricochet. And as he's dying, the doctor takes desperate measures into her own hands. In
1: desperate times, you might have to take desperate measures.
0: She injects him
1: with the extra chromosome, I guess he was really deep down inside a good person I and
0: guess her, she, she knew that she's the she perfect knew that character she
1: right? is she's yeah. the best the best there is she injected him with this serum that if you're good it gives you superhuman strength and you heal instantaneously and at that point we're treated to I guess what this movie is really famous for and that's this first person shooter scene
0: it starts out with by the way this is exactly what you think it is it looks just like a video game I mean it's the, probably the closest we'll ever get to this to I see like this <coughs> this and game gamer both had scenes in them that i think mirror pretty well what it's like to play an actual video game and, but this is really like one-to-one what it's like to play a first person yeah shooter. this is game. spot on direct kevin what do you think of this sequence yeah
2: it's just about as fun as it is to watch someone play a first person shooter yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is more entertaining than this movie was so You'll, i will so. give it that i
2: mean it had there was a novelty to it right you don't you don't see this elsewhere but it's just some of the things like, it was like running up on the walls jumping all that stuff it just was really confusing what was happening when things like that were happening. I don't know. I just, at this point, I just didn't care. I just wanted the stupid movie to end. <laughs> I felt like I was in a fun house, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it was a fun <laughs> Things were just popping up, and he would shoot them. That's it. At one point, like, a- I swear a clown jumped up and started laughing. <laughs> it did. That- that happened, it happened, right? It did, it did. It did.
1: A guy was laughing at him. Okay, so this scene <laughs> ends, and...
2: Full clown makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're then given the ultimate fight scene between The Rock and Mr. Urban.
0: Oh, yeah. They go hand-to-hand, toe-to-toe. They fist fight each other while The Rock is mutating into a beast. Now, the mere thought that this schmo could beat The Rock in hand-to-hand combat give is me a break. laughable. Laughable. We all just started laughing at the concept, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. I didn't see <laughs> The Rock even attempt to give this man an elbow.
0: And despite
2: the fact that The Rock's the bad guy here, I'm still rooting for him. Yeah. I, I actually said out loud. Come on. The Rock. The Rock should win, no matter <laughs> who he's fighting, no
1: matter what's happening. Hey, hey re- re- remember during that fight scene, he wraps the metal around his hands, and everybody in the room's like, "Come on, how can he not win?"
0: He's the Rock. He's yeah. the Rock. But yeah, but we got the upset of the century when Carl <laughs> Urban beat the Rock. This, this is what res- of-
1: WrestleMania two million.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and he beats the Rock, and the movie just cuts cuts to cuts end. to the credits. Yeah. It was weird, really strange. Who knows what happened to our man? And did he live? and die? Did he become a superhuman god after being infected with 37th chromosome, the number 23, whatever <laughs> <laughs> 23
1: chromosomes, twenty-three?
0: Okay, yeah, so that's Doom. Let's find out what the real critics had to say about this movie. Doom is like some kid came over and is using your computer and won't let you play. Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times. The only downside is that you can't use cheat codes to reach the end of the movie. Bill Mueller, Arizona Republic. And finally, the performances are awful, the action sequences are impossible to follow, the violence is gratuitous, the lighting is bad, and I have my doubts that the catering truck was even up to snuff on this project. Richard Roper, Ebert and Roper. <laughs> Okay, guys, this movie holds a 20% of raw tomatoes. But come on, is it really that bad? I mean, come on, guys. Let's get real. <laughs> let's,
1: let's not be naive here. Was it really that bad? 20% is super generous. I think that this movie is in single-digit territory. It is bad. I think a minute in, I'd lost any hope of having any iota of attention for whatever was going on screen. There was never any story. There was no acting. The effects were horrible. There was just nothing to it. It just it sucks. It was like a, it's still like a void in my life. There was a two-hour-long... <laughs> In <laughs> You'll my never life. get it back. You're never getting it back. This movie gets a super hot, which is pretty apropos because <laughs> it's really hot in this room. <laughs> this gets super hot. One out of five. Avoid. 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 Avoid the noid. Avoid the. Yeah, you take your pizza. <laughs> avoid the noid. For the record, we watched this in an
2: air conditioned atmosphere. Yeah, if like, we had watched that here in this. Sweltering sweat lodge.
0: <laughs> this is this is a huge I don't
2: dungeon. Thing, I don't think I could have done it.
1: The combination would have been too much for me to handle. Well, we were at a yes, that bad world headquarters satellite location. Yeah, the satellite the maintenance. On. The maintenance there still had the air conditioning systems working at full throttle.
2: But uh, for, unfortunately, the IT systems aren't up to par. No, yeah. no, the IT was down.
0: <laughs> We have to fire our IT department. <laughs> <laughs> fire our IT guys because their I servers kept crashing.
1: Because <laughs> our servers kept crashing over there.
2: This movie was really hard to sit through. It really has no redeeming value. You can't even see what's happening most of the time. The acting's bad. Everything's bad. One out of five. How to it make you... <laughs> did it make you feel
0: bad? Yeah, it really did. <laughs> As for me, is it really that bad? <laughs> Can't even say it. <laughs> yes, this is like Resident Evil all over again, which was worse. This is Resident Evil, which was worse? That does... I mean, that had Michelle Williams. Oh. This is... It had Michelle Rodriguez in it. I,
1: I almost wish I had Rodriguez's face in this movie to scowl at me so I could have something to emote
0: with, but there wasn't even that. Which one's longer? Oh, this movie felt like it was a thousand hours long. It did. This is one hour and fifty-four minutes. What was Resident Evil? Ten thousand hours, I, I
2: don't know. Yeah, if I had to pick one to sit through again, it. It, it, it'd probably be this one, but I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hated this movie. And Martin is right. From the moment the movie started, I lost interest. <laughs> like literally, like after the very first scene, I was like, yep, I'm out of here. Like, my brain just checked out. I saw this movie, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's for sure, right? Like I looked at it on the screen. Images flashed before my eyes, but they just did not connect with my brain. None of it made any sense. It was, The acting was atrocious. It wasn't fun. It wasn't funny. It's not even it's so bad it's good. It's just crap. It's just generic Boring crap. Very boring. Boring, boring, <laughs> boring, boring, boring. Whew, what a nightmare.
1: This- aggressively boring. Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, it was,
1: it was aggressively boring. It would not quit. <laughs> it wouldn't stop. What a bully. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this movie was terrible, terrible, terrible. One out of five. Well done. Here, here. Clean sweep. <laughs> hip, hip. Hooray! <laughs> okay, let's read some listener mail before my computer catches fire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> spontaneous human combustion is not out of the picture right now.
0: I can't wait for the fire department to
1: come up into this apartment <laughs> and just our shoes and our feet are left. It's just a pile of ash in each seat.
0: Well, you know, Martin, one time I took a look in a book and I saw a picture of a spontaneous substication.
1: <laughs> you know what? It's like a vacation. vacation from the burdens of the planet earth, gravity, hypocrisy and the perils of being <laughs> 3- in 3D, 3D, but thinking so, so much differently.
0: differently. Tony writes in and says he has a little choice words about twilight. By the way, this movie makes Twilight Eclipse look like a masterpiece. <laughs> Kevin? Absolutely. Hey guys. So I just wanted to give you guys a perspective from someone who's read the books. So one year I got honor roll of four quarters for school and got one book as a reward each quarter. Cursed my will for education. Anyways, I finished the first book and was very disappointed as I was with all of them. They are honestly really bad. I'm not saying this as a guy who hates Twilight. I'm saying this as a guy who reads books and they were awful. You guys keep asking if the events that happen in the movies are more fleshed out in the books the answer is pretty much no. For no reason, they are in love despite the death and loss of her entire family. Can you imagine never seeing your mom again just for a girl or guy? I cannot wait for you guys to see the next movie. It's so bad. It's like they made it for you. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the show, guys. Love it. D- I, I can wait to see the next movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah you can wait 25 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Clive writes in and says... Hey guys, it's me again. I'm the guy who wrote in last week bad-mouthing Julia Roberts. Well, having just listened to your Hook podcast and learning about the personal servant she had on set whose sole purpose was to anoint the sores at her feet, now I hate her even more. But I digress. How dare you guys hate on the Lost Boys? When I watch Hook and these characters pop up on screen, I can't help but be whisked away into their magical world. Just picture it. We'll cut our bodies free from the tethers of this scene, start to <laughs> Brand new colony <laughs> where everything will change. We'll give ourselves new names. <laughs> identities array <laughs> and so forth. There you go. That's three postal service references <laughs> And three shows. Seriously, guys, love the obscure references. Your Nashulot mentions of Dash Rendar and Sagats. Tiger Fireballs had me rolling. And the fenestration is the greatest word in the English language. You have the good word. Thoughts, Kevin? <laughs> you have any thoughts on the Postal Service? Christine writes in and says, Hey guys, I loved your last episode on Hook, a beloved classic for our generation. You guys were extremely frustrated in the fact that Peter Pan was an infant when he came to Neverland, and I just wanted to clear something up. You said neither of you are familiar with the original story of Peter Pan, and that's where that idea comes from. In the book, lost boys come from Neverland by escaping their prams, or strollers as infants, and they get taken to Neverland to stay young forever. While this idea is extremely silly, and you make a good point by saying they logically should stay infants with that thinking, that is why that part is in the movie. It's just a reference to the original book. Also, I really liked how you guys watched the trailer before watching the movie and even though you're lazy, it should be something done before each viewing every week. I liked how you would reference the trailer throughout the review and how it presents certain expectations for the viewer and I know you have talked before about how trailers can be misleading, especially for rotten movies. I think it added a lot to the episode just something to think about. P.S. Kevin, does your wife know you hate Pirates of the Caribbean?
2: Yeah, she was there with me when I saw that that
0: yeah. film that Fateful <laughs> <beautiful> day. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, the trailers thing. We should do that more often. We didn't do it for this one.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I agree, too. I can only imagine. Because
2: a lot of of the the stuff we talk about is is how a movie was sold to us before we watched it, right? Yeah, so So. we should
0: start doing that. We just have to remember to do it. Yeah. Because we're usually just going to rush to to watch the thing. Oh, God, I'm so a (laughs) beast. Melanie writes in and says, I laugh so freaking hard. This is my favorite episode. She's talking about Hook. And I hate to admit how irritating those kids are now that I've grown up. I still love the movie. Interestingly, and kind of sad comment. Remember how you were like, all this movie needs is someone to die on set? Remember that little kid that goes, "Good night, Neverland? Yeah. Well, my sister's friend had some serious issues a couple years after that came out. And she had to go to a kid's psych ward. That kid was there. He tried to kill himself. So it almost had that. too, Kevin. It's
1: interesting. It's dark. Julia Roberts. Contagious mental disease.
0: Adam writes in and says, I'm currently making my way through each episode of your guys' podcast and I love it. Your dynamic never fails to crack me up. But today, as I'm listening to the Constantine episode after you got through the initial movie review and got to the listener email, I was kind of taken aback after hearing my name and subsequently listening to Joel read aloud an email that I forgot I had written earlier in my venture. It was the one all about the ludicrous Inception-themed dream sharing that I had with Joel. And I realized very quickly after hearing my words read back aloud that I sounded like an absolute douchey creep show. The whole dream sharing question seemed way less creepy in my head. I was sadly mistaken. That whole situation in itself was a bad dream so I felt as though I needed to do a little bit of saving face with this email. If that wasn't weird enough, in the same email I managed to completely punch Kevin in the face with my words by implying that I enjoyed the banter between you two guys better before he became a staple on the show. But that definitely couldn't be further from the truth. After catching up on these Episodes that I have, I absolutely find Kevin to be top notch, and I hope you guys continue with what you do best—talking shit about shitty movies and letting your audience in on the fun. Thanks, guys, good work. Kevin?
2: Yeah, I'm willing to accept the po- uh, apologizing emails for some things that have been said about me.
0: Redemption. <laughs> you, <huh>? you have <laughs> you have a
1: bunch of email redemptions coming your way, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might take some time, but they'll, 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 it'll they'll,
0: happen. Yeah, they'll eventually come around. Some people—they're gonna pay some more than others. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan writes in and says, Gentlemen, it's been many a fortnight since we last chanced to glance your magnificent visages, and the spirit moves me, so... Is this I lit- V for Vendetta? So, it- <laughs> so I lit some candles, put on your podcast, and placed myself before a virgin sheet of Bristol board, closed my eyes, opened my mind's eye. Upon awakening, I wiped the tears from my cheek, and this is what remained before me. Behold, from Anam Nam Moose. He sent us this glorious picture. Martin. I think that it is one of the
1: most beautiful renderings I've ever seen in my life. I think Kevin looks fantastic. Yeah, this is an
0: excellent piece of fan art. It's really, really so much so that really, really Martin well printed it out on really good paper. And it's currently hanging on my wall.
1: I gave everybody an eight and a half by eleven
0: hardstock for their
1: own personal framing. I'm framing. It's fantastic.
0: There's all these little inside Joel's, jokes. Joel's in got it.
1: his hanging up, and Kevin cried. I think. Kevin, what's your beef? Yeah, it's
0: wildly
1: inaccurate. How do you look at it? I don't look good. I think you look great. I don't look good. Like a fat Corey <laughs> Matthews.
2: <laughs> The fat old Corey Matthews. You, you go, you fat loser. I'm wearing like a like a coat. Like I'm some the like weakling who can't handle like a little breeze. Joel, you look like you're like ready to pounce on something. Like yeah, you're active. I'm, I'm spazzing out. Martin yeah. looks like he's a a billionaire playboy.
0: <laughs> Satan worshiper, <laughs> I'm I'm all right with all all of that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, in the background we just ate some German potato soup. It's, it's fantastic. I got my coffee going in the back there.
2: I look like a weak, 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 weak man. <laughs> man. What an embarrassment!
0: It's fantastic picture. I put Phenomenal. a link to it in this episode's show notes so everyone can take a peek yeah, themselves they laugh at me. Okay, now it's time for the question of the week, week, week. James writes in and says what dramatic movie or movie in general made you cry some movies can slip up and take you out of it but when you're fixated on the screen and the story becomes intense you're invested you're into it and most likely have become attached to the characters you're even smiling when they smile I can say I've been touched in a soft place the last 10 or 15 minutes of Crash also Wally and the champ oh and Mortal Kombat when Goro kills my man Art Lean <laughs> it was terrible I didn't even have a chance to get to know him no I agree with him Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, I, I had a problem <laughs> With us in.
0: so thanks for reading I will definitely keep listening congratulations on making it as far as you did I'm looking forward to what's next so what do you guys think alright I'm gonna go listen to my answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so movies that make you cry like a little weak 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 baby girl Boy, <laughs> little baby boy, uh, little baby
1: boy. Um, I always get a little choked up at the very last two or three lines of the Green Mile. I always let her rip. at The shot, <laughs> <redemption. laughs> same, same here.
0: A but of, uh, I rip a hot, juicy one. Yeah, but hot, juicy tears.
1: That that, that crying is about the power of the human spirit. Green Green Mile is just kind of sad. Kevin?
2: Yeah, sad stuff doesn't make me cry. Really happy stuff makes me cry.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm in that camp.
2: I, I remember. I think I remember like the end of A Beautiful Mind. I think I got a little tear. He had when he's like giving a speech or something at the end. There's something like, I don't know. It's been a while since I saw that. But yeah, it's, it, happy stuff gets me. You know what always gets me? ESPN every once in a while for SportsCenter to do the make a wish thing with the athletes. Woo! That's a lock. I'm going to cry for that every time. It's a cold hard lock? Oh, yeah. Lead pipe. <laughs> cold hard lock.
0: Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, so head on over to askthatbad.com. Leave a comment on this episode's page with your answer. Now it's time to announce the winners of the Listener's Choice Poll and the... <laughs> why, what, is is what, is what is happening? What is <laughs> or something? Uh, Let's throw it on over to Mo. Mo! <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Joel. The winner of the Listener's
1: Choice Poll this week is going to be...
2: <laughs> How much would you pay to do the agro Cang right now? Oh, the oh, man. right, right? I'd pay $50 easy <laughs> to, do to compete agro on the agro crack. Do
1: I do I get a glowing piece of the crack? The radical itself? rock? The radical rock.
0: If you take first place. Well, Kevin, you might get that steam shot on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Confetti. No, it was like glitter. It was they were shooting glitter at you. <laughs> Okay, now it's time to announce the winners of the listeners' choice poll, and the theme was Bounty Hunter movies, and the choices were all for the money. Oh <laughs> my
2: C- gosh, I forgot we
0: did this. Catherine Heigel versus The Bounty Hunter, and the winner is The Bounty Hunter. Excellent. So tune in next week when we will be watching The Bounty Hunter. Okay, thanks for listening to the show. If you like it, if you've heard Please consider subscribing. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Those five-star reviews really do help out the show, and by the way, Apple, just released their standalone podcast app so go download that thing and put a review for us
2: on there I downloaded it this week and I'm playing around with it so did I so yeah there download
1: you go. it write a review
0: for the show for everybody on the fence They you have no excuse get on board or else or else what? <laughs> suffer
1: <laughs> just what? <laughs> <laughs> let
0: that girl do <laughs> please help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook facebook.com slash yes that badge. you can follow us on Twitter at yeah it's bad you can follow Marna, yeah, it's Mar. You can follow Kevin at Yeah it's Kev and you can listen to the show on all your mobile devices via Stitcher at Stitcher.com/slash that bad. Put in the promo code yeah it's bad and you really will be helping out the show. Once again, thanks for listening. See you next time. Okay, let's get into the brief history of Doom. The brave history? I said brief! <laughs> oh, I thought you said brave. I heard brave. The- I heard brave. <laughs> let's get. Uh, I think the heat's playing with your ears. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can hear the heat. You hear the heat raining out of my mouth. Like, just messing up my words. <laughs>